It's your kali. What's up? Warning. 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 You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. So I'm Marie. And I'm nine. And today you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolkali in Little Village. So what are we going to talk about today, nine? Well, today we're going to be covering the topic of public art. Ooh. So today we're going to be talking about vandalism. Vandalism. We're going to talk about like some copyright um uh, what is it? Artist rights, and we're also going to be talking about yeah, you, we have, uh, like we we're talking about public art, and then what else were we going to talk about? Um, we're gonna cover the stigmas of public art and versus street art, which is pretty cool because I'm excited about that. And then we're also gonna have a few guests as well. We're gonna have two artists, and we're gonna have like four um street kids from Villapalooza. That's uh, from a nonprofit organization. So we actually really hope you enjoy. Anything else you gotta say? Um. Tune in. And we're going to be listening for right now for our first song. We're going to be listening to Tampa Impala Elephant. So I hope you guys enjoy. back that was tampa that was tampa impala elephant so today what is art yeah let's start off with the general question about art itself you know if we want to talk about it publicly and other terms of art well what is art in general well so for me art is kind of like different mediums like dancing poetry that your typical spray can and everything like that but don't you have like a definition of like technical (laughs) technically what's art so if we want to get technical um Art is described as various branches of creativity, you know, so some of the branches can be painting, poetry, like you mentioned, dancing, you know, and I guess the technical focus of art is to express 
your creativity, your imagination, and like produce work out of that. And I think it's really cool because I personally think that you're not just investing um like creativity but also like emotional power yeah because i because a lot of people say that you know art is like a you know an emotional getaway which i believe (laughs) since i also work with um an artist group of villapalooza we'll talk about that later that you know that's one of my ways to like you know other than yo kali you know get away with you know my emotions and stuff like that so i heard so anything else you gotta say yeah i i agree with you also um covering art in different spaces like how we're going to talk about like public spaces um it's actually a a different feel as well um a different connection you know and compared to painting on a canvas in your room and painting a wall in public where people are um stopping by and asking you know questions what are you doing yeah and i got to experience that um last summer when i was working um with the public art team right here in yolo cali um i got to work on three murals so i i did not only just get the feel of one I got the feel of three, and actually, I got to work with um, our special guest that we have here, Groovy. She was actually um, my peer. We worked together, so that was really cool. So I guess we can like start interviewing her now. So so yeah, um, Groovy, welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Hi. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. So um, I was mentioning, you know, that we we got to work together, and we we were talking about um how we connect to art and i was telling mary about you know working on a wall in public is is different and and actually i feel a little better about working in public as nerves wrecking as i can be um so can you tell us a little bit about like you your journey as an artist like Okay. How did you start and stuff? Oh, I really like that you asked that because people, when people tell me, can you tell me about yourself? That's such a general question. And I don't know <laughs> what to answer, but I love that you guys were so specific. And let's see, my journey started, let's say, very young. Um, t- my parents are, you know, very crafty people. Mm. So I could say, I've been watching my dad paint murals when I was little, before he, you know, like left the family or whatever. Um, my mom, she was very crafty. She's been very crafty. Um, she would do, well, she was a DIY, you know, yeah. everything DIY. And then, let's say, on the fashion thing, since I do, I do clothes and stuff besides um, art, paintings and that. I, I like, you know, fashion, clothing. And I got that from my grandma, you know. I, she, I was her adult, technically. She was always making clothes for me and... She still does, and that's awesome. I love mm-hmm. her. Hi, Grandma, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and musical-wise, since I was previously in a band, I kind of wanted to, you know, since it's kind of art, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I get the musical influence from my grandpa. Watching him play guitar got me into, like, wanting to try and stuff. So big thanks to my grandpa, too, and my parents. I always felt a little... About my influences, I always felt like I needed to find another artist to look up to, you know, because like I hear interviews with people and they'd be like, oh, my inspiration was Frida Kahlo or Picasso and stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, I like them too, but I don't identify with them as much, you know, so I feel like I'm better about that now. (laughs) I found my influences. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Like instead of like you know celebrities being your inspiration, it's your family, which is I think is really beautiful that yeah. you would do that. It's even like more personal and like it's also cool because like you mentioned they're crafty and you're not only taking like one thing from them, you're like kind of exploring with things that 
you know, it brought they were brought up to the table at a young age for you, which is really awesome. Yeah, I feel like I do a little bit of everything thanks to them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about your involvement with like art, like publicly or your social involvement? Mm, well, that it started. Let's see. Oh, well, thanks to your Kali, I started being out of my shell more. Oh, and awesome. Well, thanks to my sister, because she pushed me into getting involved, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I love her, too. Um, oh, let's see. Mm, well, we have done um, a few murals around Little Village. About, well, um, well <laughs> we have worked on six projects. So I think it's beautiful, you know, bringing color to the community and you know being able to bring my daughter into this and she seeing this and be like you know my mommy did this oh I helped do this and stuff so I want to keep making stuff I want to keep getting involved with that community and I want to get more people more artists to get involved with the community and make something more beautiful out of you know yeah that's really cool um considering you're still an uprising artist and you know you you work around a lot of um Yolo Kali projects, which is, you know, we're all youth here. So, you know, considering that, that you started, you know, with a lot of youth, what is your opinion about youth getting involved with the arts? Like, how important is that to you? Oh, that is pretty important. As a mother, um, it's important because I don't want the little artists and my daughter to die out, you know? And same thing, because there's so many talented kids, you know, right now I'm in the program. I'm a teacher assistant at Casa with, with Belle. Nice. And I see all these little kids, you know, and they have the potential to do, you know, they're so talented. And it's sad because there was so there's so many kids like that. And by the time they get to high school, that it's like out, that died out. And I feel like, you know, oh, like Yolokali, for example, getting all these youth to keep going. That's a wonderful thing. I love it. Yeah. So yeah i think it's important yeah i think that's most definitely important because like how you mentioned it's sort of like as we get older our creativity sort of starts dying now yeah since we kind of have to like follow structures like homework (laughs) and then socially constructed yeah Yeah, so i i think that's really important like you know to keep like the youth motivated and take them serious because I, i think a lot of what the youth lacks sometimes is like you know confidence and, and also support like lots of support yeah especially <laughs> support because like you know when you're trying to make an as an artist uh usually it's like they're like oh that's just like you know a hobby that you do once in a while like you don't actually go for a career for that and it's like that's what i kind of believe like most of these kids be like thinking and then they're just like oh maybe they're right and then they just try to go for something else you know even though like that's maybe their passion but they're like i shouldn't probably go for it but i'm happy that you're like trying to keep that creativity alive thank you for that yeah and you keep it alive in a lot of different ways which is really awesome yeah um that i can relate to what you were saying mary because um i took a break sort of when i i started drawing you know um young too and i took a break because like every time i would show like my parents my drawing sometimes it would be like oh that's really cool and then i would just be like really just cool like i i put a lot of effort in this (laughs) so then i thought like okay yeah maybe like drawing is just like a cool thing to do once in a while but then like you know when i came here at yolo kali it was like whoa this is like so much investment in like things that yeah. the youth like which is really awesome so shout out to your local yeah. yeah 
also like i know you should never ask someone this but like you know what's your future plans you know because like no one's really wants to like look ahead into the future but you know as an uprising artist like what do you plan to do in the future with your art um yeah Hmm. Yeah, how you said we don't really like to look into the future, but sometimes, you know, you have to, especially when you're a parent. Um, yeah. I would like to keep going just for the main reason that I, w- I don't want my kid to see me uh, give up on my dreams. And, well, I want to be an example for her so that I want to keep going. Whatever I'm doing, I don't know. I just want to keep going. <laughs> be an amazing role model. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You are. <laughs> That's you so blush. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though like you want your kid to be ha- like you want to be a good example for your kid which i think every you know per- person doesn't even matter if you're a parent just to be a good example to a kid mm-hmm. yeah considering that you are, um how you mentioned that that's something that you would like to keep doing and not give up on it um how does it make you feel about like already the you know art itself is a competitive field mm-hmm. so like how do you feel about you know the competition and also like our um community the artist community here in chicago is growing so does that how does that make you feel towards your future goals well i see things from different views you know like mm-hmm. at first it makes me feel small because i was comparing myself to other artists that that are like way more advanced than i am because like i'm still you know um, practicing and stuff so that made me feel small but then i took I took like a three year break where I wasn't doing anything like I wouldn't come out of my house and go anywhere and I think I took that time to get to know myself and now I don't see much of a competition but like we're in this together and it sucks that and not not everyone sees it that way you know some artists are very competitive and like they critic each other's work like in the bad they tear each other down it's like what are you doing you know it's like we all have different styles um so i don't know yeah i'm I'm glad that you i think you shouldn't get discouraged you know but i'm glad that you have that in mind because you know it kind of also allows you to like see you know how people really are and who you want to like work with and stuff i think that's really important um yeah and i'm like happy mm-hmm. that like you know like you know you're not the only one who notices like for the artist comp like it's a competition like everyone's trying to like beat someone else's work when really it's just like it's at a level where you are with your skills it yeah. doesn't really matter where you're at and it's not even about their skills either it's like we all have different styles we all have different backgrounds you know not yeah. like some are similar backgrounds and that's why there's similar artists you know but that doesn't mean they're copying each other they just have the same background <laughs> it's, just, it's just a similar art style and that's like the number one thing that like we should like beat your as you were saying like we should be together in this like not trying to separate ourselves trying to be a competition trying to beat somebody else trying to discredit we shouldn't do that yeah totally i agree with that and we're like talking about styles and crediting well um i'm excited to know a little bit of like your expertise because i've seen a lot of your work and you mainly focus on like portraits and you know i'm um, drawing like humans and i think that's really cool because you're really detailed like can you tell us a little bit of like how that came um became your expertise or anything else that you focus on hmm. let's see well i think how i mentioned before i'm, st- I'm still getting comfortable on on like what i skills on and I do want to move on into animals and other creatures besides um, humans. As you notice, I uh, right now I have a little series, Raising Hell. It's just a baby devil and, well, devil people. But 
Um, that's a whole to- different topic. Should I, you guys, should I say it? <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. Raising Hill. Uh, we want to hear about it. Okay, Raising Hill. Um, people have questioned me like, why is it a baby sleepy? Why, why is it a devil baby? And the reason it's Raising Hill, the first meaning I had for it, it's my daughter because I name her Hades, and a lot of people are like, oh, why do you name her after the devil? And he's like, it's not the devil. It's um, you know, God of the underworld, the God of the underworld, Hades. But later on, I, as I'm getting to know myself, I notice that I express myself through my paintings sometimes. And I don't even notice because I, I, have, I have a hard time expressing myself with words sometimes. It, like, it takes a lot. <laughs> but yeah, um, raising hell, you know, things are changing in the world, everywhere. The new generation is more awake, are demanding more, and are more aware of everything. So we are technically raising hell. <laughs> We're like the new era, you know. So that's um, the meaning of my Raising Hell series. Yeah, I think that's really um, interesting. I <laughs> really like your daughter, like your uh, the name Hades, because <laughs> you're you. right. It's like not the devil or anything like that. It's just the god of hell. Like yeah, yeah, she's my little goddess. Yeah, Aww. she's <laughs> she's actually really cool too. She's really creative, just like you, which is really awesome. She's a fan of yours, nine. <laughs> <laughs> I know she was mentioning she cut her hair like me, which is oh really cool. But yeah. Also, another thing I wanted to point out, like when you were mentioning how like you know you can let your emotions into your artwork. I think like a lot of not 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 saying it like in a bad way or anything like that. It's like I think like a lot of people like do that through art, whether it be dancing or poetry, like we were saying earlier. A lot of people like that. You they use that as an emotional outlet, you know? Yeah. So would you like believe that that's also another thing for you? Other like then we just discussed like that's also an emotional outlet for you. It is, but how I mentioned, I'm not so good at expressing myself with words. So it has to be visual, you know. <laughs> I'm more of a visual person. That's totally okay, cause like me, I just like it's the other way around for me. I can't really like draw or it's re- then again, it's also really hard for me for writing my stuff down. So. I mean, yeah, I love reading, you know, poetry and stuff. Like especially when I can connect to it, it's like, oh my god, they just put my feelings so nicely, you know, yeah. in the paper. Like I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was um in high school. Hmm. I kind of got into poetry. Um. But I kind of developed it into like more like rapping because <laughs> poetry got complicated. But I was like, I could really flow with the, you know, rap beats. So Give me a backbeat <laughs> and I'll start rapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is rap, I feel like is another form of public oh art. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, considering that obviously you mentioned, you know, you're a young mother and like you started really young, um, your artist journey and you've worked with a lot of youth. Um, do you have any words for the youth to encourage them to proceed with their journey? Mm. You know, for those, like how we mentioned that, lack confidence or support? Mm, yes, my advice, my, um, yeah, for that would be don't give up. I know we suck right now, but mm. trust me, if you keep going, it's going to get better. You'll get better. Everything will get better. Just don't give up. And don't take people's bad critics as as bad. Take that as things you need to work on you know because if you if you keep that in mind like oh they said the ears are too big on my on my character or whatever or something if you keep that mentality you're gonna sink yourself down but if you use that to step on it and keep going you know just instead of dwelling on that just um work with it 
<laughs> yeah. yeah like yeah. take that like take that criticism and like make your art better like yeah. that yeah yeah take it from there yeah i i agree with that and also like yeah take you know the criticism um and but also like don't take it too personal because you know at the end of the day like people yeah. are gonna have opinions regardless yeah, yeah. And you especially know. you know once you do once you put your artwork artwork out there it's for the public to make their own meaning out of it like yes. your meaning it has it's just your meaning you know pretty much your artwork is there for everyone else's to make a meaning out of it so yeah. pretty much not yeah yeah i totally agree that's the one thing that like sort of bothers me when i'm like walking somewhere in the next year mural and i'm with a friend they're like oh so what does that mean and it's like well it's public you know like what does it mean to you like let it speak yeah, to you you exactly. know <laughs> so i could totally agree on that Unle- I mean, unless someone is really specific of what this means, you know, like what it's supposed to mean, and so like right. Yeah. I mean, like political, like political art, you know, that's so obvious what it means because we all we are all aware of like what's going on and stuff. Well, not everyone, but you know, but yeah. mostly, <laughs> yeah. Like that's like what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to have a meaning to that. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I really like um art that you can get like into the artist world. Like I can really say that about your art, Groovy. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I see your art, I'm like, wow, I'm I'm really in Groovy's head right now. Like, <laughs> it's really awesome because you know, talking about styles again, you have a a unique style, you know. So mm-hmm. I I really like that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And also mm-hmm. another thing that like I. Di- like I wanted to leave this like for like last thing, but I didn't want to ask. But I did want to ask. Sorry, but I did mm. want to ask this. Like, how old are you, Groovy? Ooh, that's something you don't ask a lady. I know. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's just say that I'm in my mm, early mid twenties. Nah, you like seventeen. What do you mean? <laughs> Forever twenty-one. No, yes. No, 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 screw that. <laughs> I'll be nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look pretty young, and you're still, you know, with you work with the youth, and you started, you know, yourself very young, so. I mean, I still get confused by a high schooler. <laughs> oh That's kind of flattering, but now it's just like, what? Yeah, like, no, <laughs> I'm not, not. being taken serious, you know? <laughs> That's true. Like, also, like, along with that, like, nobody takes, like, the youth seriously. Yeah, back to that topic. We need to take them serious. But then again, it's about how serious they take themselves. Oh, know? my that was very powerful whoa <laughs> i i'm bringing this up because i wouldn't take myself serious i will always let you know bad criticism put me back down but now i'm just like no you know once you acknowledge that no i'm still growing i know i'm not good i'm not perfect and you know i need to do this so i could keep going and yeah. it's you know looking back it's like oh wow i, I did <laughs> progress because yeah. yeah. like we're like all human i don't think anyone's perfect yeah we're you not know because yeah. like what's a perfect art style like everyone has so many styles like what's the perfect color like like what is perfect yeah <laughs> yeah that's a really cool thing about art you can just have so much fun with it play with it nothing has to be something like you make it what you want to make it yeah. which yeah. is pretty neat yeah. and like, again that's how you get in like the artist world or the artist's mind like you know you just look at different styles and it's like everybody has different ideas and they put them together differently you know like we got to do that um at the murals that we worked last summer Kirby, yeah. when we collaborated with like everyone in the classroom and i thought that was really cool at first i was like whoa oh, how yeah. are we gonna tackle like, that it was like a little piece of everyone's mind and we were all trying to f- fit it together that, that was awesome yeah <laughs> isn't it so awesome like what comes out of unity yeah Oh, for real. Yeah, talking about that, the co- like, goes back to the community, you know? All those murals that we have done, 
it's a collaboration of each other's mind, you know, into that mural. Yeah, most definitely. So, Groovy, um, do you have any last words or any last things you would like to say? Hmm. As in... Just, like, anything. Encouragement to the youth, you know, keep doing what you're going to do and stuff like that. I would say, um, if you are into art, music, whatever you like, you know, don't give up on your dream. Oh, but also don't give up on the world because then, you know, you'll be screwed. And mm. Okay, so, you know, get your job, do whatever you have to do, whatever, you know, um, society wants you to do. But also don't forget what you love, you know, keep going with that. Don't give up. And all your dreams just don't forget about it yeah i that's touching i can <laughs> feel that thank you oh. so much Groovy. yeah so we have right here um mr sandman one of your favorite songs i've <laughs> actually seen you work while this song is playing in the back Always. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for having for being here with us yes like we're so happy that we had you here i'm so happy that you guys had me here <laughs> thank you you guys are awesome and um Congratulations to you, young, beautiful ladies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much. What you mean? You're beautiful. Uh, we're all beautiful. No. <laughs> all right. Okay, well, we're going to continue with your song. And, and you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y. Yoel Kali in Little Village. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream, bum, 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 bum. make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Hello, and we're back. You are listening to WLPN Chicago, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolkali in Little Village. So right now we have some of the Villapalooza kids. So I can hear like some of you saying like, what is Villapalooza? So Villapalooza is like an un, it's an unprofit music uh, music organization. They also do art as well. And I think like last year, if some of you did go to Villapalooza, that's like grand. Cause like we had a bunch of stuff. We had a bunch of artists come in and paint some of the walls. I think you still find it on 26 and Drake or Trip. I really don't know my streets. So we have one of the Villapalooza kids um, and her name is uh hi my name is sofia salinas i'm 15 years old and i work with the via palooza so program <laughs> so right now and the via palooza program we're working on screen printing and once we get more into the may we're gonna start um painting some murals i think it's very important to have public art in our community just because a lot of these murals that we see on the streets um bring a lot of um awareness to certain issues that i feel like need to be broadcasted uh some artists or i feel like the people who are creating or displaying these are artists that feel like um i don't know that they're just motivated uh my instructor like when he had us do a mural in the summer i feel like it's because he wanted to spread the word about via palooza but really any mural that you paint is spreading a word about something specific i agree and then we have another kid on this side. Hello. Hey. So, what's your name and age? Uh, my name is Nasir. I'm 16 years old. I also work with the Villa Plusa program. What are uh, you guys doing right now, actually? So it's really fun. Uh, we get to paint. We've made our own personal paintings and showcased them here at YOLO. And uh, we also did a mural in the summertime, actually more like two. We're also working on screen printing, like, um, Sylvia and Sophia mentioned. I feel like it's very important to have public art because it enriches communities and brings people together um, a lot of times. And 
poverty-stricken communities like Little Village, um, people tend to get like discouraged and uh, turn to gangs and other activities. But art brings people together and keeps them doing something positive, which I feel is important. Also, like you know, who gets to pick who should be uh, what should be created and displayed? Um, I think um, people in the community should pick what's created, and the artists themselves who are from the community. Uh, they usually make the decisions to pick what should be created, displayed, and the youth play a big part in that too. What do we want to see? What do we want our kids to see when they're walking around in their neighborhood? Like, what do we want them? What example do we want to set for the youth growing up with our artwork? Thank you. And we also have another Villapalooza kid. Hi. Hi, my name is Sylvia. I'm 17, and I'm currently in the Villapalooza program with our instructor, Hector Lopez. So, like, what, like, what do you do? Like, like, was, like, well, no, like, another one of the kids, like, what are you guys doing right now? Other, you know? Uh, right now, I think we're really working on enhancing our skills as artists and as the, the youth. So we're screen printing and doodling and drawing, and I think... We're all getting a really, we're all getting really excited about being able to develop our art skills, whether it's like a stick figure or like a really intense drawing of a fruit bowl, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, fruit bowl. Like, what's the importance of having public art in our community? I think it's super important about like that we should have public art. I think public art was one of the main things that really made me start heading into art and into art major. I'm going to be majoring as an art teacher, and I think Ooh. that's really great that. We have so much to work and talk about, you know? Like, I love coming into Little Village or Pilsen or anywhere with a lot of murals and a lot of representation of the community because there's something we can always talk about. There's always, like, a talking point. There's always, like, hey, do you remember when this was created in 19 blah, blah, blah? You know? So much information to take in. Also, like, another thing, like, who, like, you know, like, as you were talking about, like, in the, you know, Pilsen and Little Village and the neighborhoods, like, who should pick what should be created or displayed? I think anyone who's like motivated enough to just put something out there, but honestly, I think the youth should. If I could one day, I would really want to put my art up out on the streets so everyone can see it because we as the youth are going to be what's carrying on the next generations of Chicago and of Little Village and Pilsen. So I think we should be in charge of what our future generations see and what we see. Um, definitely. And we have another one. Oh, hi. Um, my name is David. I'm 15. Uh, what we do uh, in Belo, um, we well, right now we're screen printing, and uh, we're talking about it about like our ideas and how we're gonna do it in a shirt. <laughs> how awesome is it? It's pretty. It's pretty fun and entertaining and interesting at the same time. But there's like a lot of thought put into it. And also along with the thought process, like what is like what is what do you think is the importance of having public art in our community? I think it's really important because a lot of murals have like a meaning behind it, or it's like trying to promote something. I agree. Like who gets like and along with that, like who gets to pick what should be created or displayed? Well, it's like a group thing, so everyone gets to put like their ideas and contribute together as a group, and decide at the end what should we should we put it as a mural. Thank you. And that was the Villapalooza Kids, and that and Villapalooza is a nonprofit music organization that also do art. And as you can, and there's a lot of murals around here from Villapalooza. I think there's like one on 26 and Trip that says Villapalooza. You can look at it, and there's like a bunch of more murals that are on the way. 
Hi again, nine. Yeah, well, thank you so much, guys, for um, answering these questions. You you guys said some really awesome answers that I can also relate to. Well, we have another song by Tame Impala. Feels like we're only going backwards, so we're going to tackle that song. Yeah. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali, and Little Village. And we're back. Well, we've been back, but still. So we're talking, we're going to talk about street art. Yeah, street art and public art. Is it the same thing? What do you think, Mary? I don't know, because like when a lot of people like think of public art, they think of like a museum or like you know the occasional mural in the neighborhood. But I kind of feel like when they talk, when they hear street art, they think of immediately the spray can and vandalism. Yeah, I I could totally agree with that. Um, if again, like if we want to get technical, um, so public art is defined of as any media that has been planned and installed with the intention of being staged in physical or public domain. And well, street art covers the same definition, but I noticed that um, when I was doing some research, a lot of it covers like you mentioned, um, graffiti and like um that illegal public art like wheat pasting and stencils and stickers, but I feel like the difference between them is just the permission and yeah, the no permission. Like the, like the consent of like painting someone's wall and then no permission. Like for one of the instructors here at Villapalooza, it's like it's like better to ask for forgiveness than ask for uh, permission. Like so you paint the wall, you know, you tell them you're sorry and they're like, yeah, I like it. So right. that was one of the things. So basically just vandalism. So like usually associate, like, you know, the s- not stigma, stigma, oof, sorry. But like how like when you associate vandalism, you think of the shaking of like a spray can or an aerosol paint, like so there's that right. And I feel like regardless of like it having permission or not, like I could see why it's a problem. But I feel like that doesn't exclude street art from being public art. You know, like the street art, even though like I mentioned, it's like sometimes illegal. It's still covering the the concept of public art, which is you know to. Um, send out a message, you know, ideas, concerns, like, you know. Like, it's still in the community. So, like, people look at it like, wow, that, like, hits really close to home. And then now that we were talking about vandalism, like, there was a, um, what was it? There was a story in New York about, uh, what is it, a graffiti crew called Five Points. And what is it that the story goes is that Five Points had permission from this one guy to paint his building. So they did, and there was, like, a bunch of stuff, historic stuff as well, Frida Kahlo, and a lot of other things. And the guy, the owner of the building, who did give him the permission, painted it because painted it white, whitewashed it, and was, you know, planning on destroying it because he sold it. But he didn't tell the five points that he was going to sell it, or he was going to sell it, and, you know, it was going to get demolished. So they went to court for it, and this is what happened. So five points won... <laughs> Because basically, the guy, the owner of the building, d- destroyed their artwork. So basic, so basically, he they he lost 
because what was it their artwork was since it was on a permission wall was protected by vara visual arts rights act and a few things that vara covers is drawings paintings um posters maps and everything else like that but it's and that's that's why he lost and i think it's like kind of ironic because like that was his building yeah and i think it's pretty interesting like you said like they actually won and i'm i'm happy about that because like how you mentioned um he demolished or planned to demolish the building without letting the artist know no and um the building covered a lot of like history with the with five points and other artists you know yeah so they won they got money for it and i think they're gonna do something i was actually to be honest like about this destroyed art i'm actually really sad about that because like historically that's like sad right like it's like um historically for the city you know a lot of people that are probably not familiar with the area are kind of like oh well it's no big deal it's just a building with that was tagged up but it's like no like it wasn't tagged that's the thing right because you give them permission and they painted just you know like they they were gonna do and yeah there was time invested and a lot of um a lot of good artwork was there too like admiring so there was okay so like art okay because basically like with that everyone like you know how like you were saying like it was like basically just tagged quote unquote but it's like but what he did was basically what you would do in an art museum like just like spraying the artwork that was exactly what was happening right yeah which is really interesting too because um another of our guests glow glow um gloria talamantes also known as glow um she's a graffiti artist and she's here with us today so we're gonna go on a short break and when we come back we're gonna get some of glow's input and we're back hi so basically what happened last hour we talked to um sorry we talked to groovy one of the artists and we also talked to oh sorry and a couple of the students which was pretty cool and now we have glow here today um and glow hello welcome Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here with us. So as we were, as Mary and I were talking about public art versus street art, we mentioned um, that we believe that, we strongly believe that the main differences between um, public art, the terms public art and street art, are that one is basically permission (laughs) and the other one is not. Right. What do you think about that? I think that... um, well, I think they're both just labels, um, but I also believe that a lot of street art is still done with permission. I think the only thing that is um, the difference between public art, street art, um, or any of that uh, graffiti, for me, I still, I think the root of uh, not having permission still falls under uh, the graffiti um label or category or what have you um as far as public art i think public art is even graffiti because when you're out in public you see it and same thing with street art right you see it out there um and yeah there's definitely street art where there's no permission um but um yeah i think it's just categories really i think different categories different labels yeah i i can totally agree like a lot of things are just labels for the most yeah, part because whether it's permission without permission it's still art right 
Yeah. So, what kind of um street art or public art are you focused on? I um I try to um I try to focus on on doing murals where I still honor my graffiti roots. So I always like have a problem like labeling them because I don't really know how to categorize my work, right? Because I'm like it's almost like a a different hybrid of all these different new things for me. Um, so when I was growing up, I I didn't know street art. Street art wasn't anything for me at that point, but there was um, there was graffiti. There was a lot of graffiti around my neighborhood. I grew up here in Little Village, um, so I think for me, it's just a, a grown-up version of my graffiti. Mm, I like that. I like that that name, a grown-up version of graffiti. I like that. That's a nice name for that. Yeah. But yeah. even though like no tags or labels or anything like that, but still, I like that. Yeah, and also I I know you're a teaching artist as well, so you know a lot of your practices you pass that on to your students i think that's really awesome glow i i think it's paramount for any artist to try to uh, do something like that obviously um some people don't feel as comfortable doing that and i definitely didn't for a long time but i working in the community for such a long time since you know since i was young and working on mentorship with young even younger people i think it just became like a very smooth and organic transition to to do that but as i got older i i think it's it's just part of my nature at this point to pass on that you know pass on all these skills and because you know what happens if i die right like i'm not gonna take that anywhere so i think it's it's definitely like i feel like it's part of my my social responsibility to do something um, to to be able to empower younger people to to take it to the next level. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. And also considering how you mentioned that, like you didn't have some of those outlets growing up, like the public art, how we have it here right now with your locality, where we actually get to do public art and work with some of the local artists from here. So I think it's even more touching that you're um, taking upon that step with you, you know, because you can reflect on your past, you know. Yeah, I I definitely think that um, had I had some of these resources um, like Yolo Kali, um, I learned about Marwin when I was much older. I actually started teaching there uh, thanks to um, Kane. And, you know, I learned about all these resources after the fact that, you know, I was already kind of just doing it on my own and learning from my peers and a lot of the graffiti community um learning on my own just trying to venture out to different um things a lot of i've i focused on uh um attending a lot of like panel discussions things that were free in the city so i was really reaching um because i i didn't i didn't have the outlet but i think it's very important to have spaces like yolokali who are really really uh embodying what it means to empower youth and to really prepare them to become the future right um so i'm really happy that yolo kali exists for so many reasons and i definitely think that it's important so give them all your money 
Yes, I agree. A total, you know, off topic, not really off topic, but how would your life, would it, no, how would your art and you would be different if you did have these outlets when you were younger? I think that my art would have a different feel, definitely. Um, a lot of people, whether it's my graffiti, my art letter, my graffiti letters, or it's uh, uh, flowers that I paint, or really anything, right? Um, I think that the aesthetic of graffiti wouldn't be prominent in my work. And I think that that's something that follows me through and through no matter what I do. Um, whether it's uh, visual art or writing or anything like that, like it, it takes away from the, the grittiness of, of like knowing some of the roots from, from that artwork. But that's just also me critiquing my own work, right? Um, but just from some of the feedback that I've gotten, um, I think a lot of people are able to see or or not see it so much, but like are able to ask me like some of the things that that have uh, helped evolve either my style or, or the things that I do. Yeah, most definitely. Well, I have an interesting topic, but uh, right now we're going to listen to our station ID and we'll be right back. So we're back. Um, that was that was a quick break. Um, so Glow, talking about all of this, um, I I have an interesting um, topic to talk about that covers street art and vandalism. Um, so you have a project going on, right? Like the Brownwall project. Before I talk about um, this topic that I have, can you tell us a little bit about the Brownwall project? Yeah, um, I started the Brown Wall Project uh, back in 2006. At, um, basically, when I uh, when I got a little fed up with having to find space to paint to practice like permission walls uh, while I was doing graffiti, um, I you know I would get frustrated because a lot of it's very male dominant um, and. And so it was just like going through hoops and jumping through hoops at the time. And a lot of women, there was some women painting during the time, but no one really had their space. Um, so I started uh, scouting walls. Um, I started scouting walls in the neighborhood. Um, one of the first walls that I scouted were here on uh, 31st uh, and Pulaski. It's El, Moli El Molino. Um, so that was one of the first walls and then um, I was able to get permission for walls on the west side that were made out of like scraps from the sides of like different um, trailers and stuff and that that actually started some of um, the 31st walls and then the west side walls um, and then a little after that um, I was able to scout uh, walls on Grand uh, Ferdinand they're uh, known as the Grand Walls and also Hubbard, Hubbard and Hoyne, which is another section of, of the walls that I was able to scout. So all that became part of the aesthetic of the Brown Wall Project and a lot of different artists, both local and international even, or just from different cities in the, in the country, um, were able to use these uh, spaces to create their own uh, pieces and productions. So a lot of different artists from the graffiti community, uh, the graffiti community, were were able to really direct their own their own projects as well. So um, that for me became like a very important uh, portion in the Brownwall project. But 
Also, um, one of the things that I'm focused on more now is um, uh, the erasure and with also with gentrification happening so fast in so many of our communities, um, I'm focused on, you know, really paying attention to some of the things, some of the inequities that happen and also uh, healing. Healing is a very important uh, thing for me. I think um, when I was a young uh, kid walking to school, to and from school or just anywhere, Boys and Girls Club, um, anywhere in the neighborhood, right? Even the corner store, you know, being able to see a colorful uh, mural or a colorful wall or just different colors, anything other than brown for me, I think for me, it would have changed my psyche for, for, for a po- like through a more positive um, lens. Um, and I think, I think for a long time, I started thinking about not only the injustice that the brown walls, that the brown, brown walls create, but I, I started thinking more critically about them and realized that, you know, a lot of these brown walls are only found on the south, southwest side. Um, and, you know, I go, I, I'm all over the city most times. And, you know, if I go up north to like the more posh neighborhoods and things like that, I, I notice um, that there's a lot of sandblasting going on, which is a different, um, it's a different process than just uh, buffing out, which means like painting over. Um, so I think, I don't even, I there's just so many layers, right? It's just like paint. Um, there's so many layers and, and sometimes it's so, um, both literally and metaphorically, like you go to these brown walls and you can almost start peeling off different layers of paint of like how much buff was, was on these buildings. And so, but for the most part, I think I try to use that philosophy of, of questioning things and questioning the public space and, and, murals and art in general, public art, graffiti, everything, um, to teach younger people to do the same and or have, you know, make their own discoveries or maybe even teach me something because I think that's that's overall like the um, the goals that I'm trying to reach is, you know, have the space for, for people's projects but also um, investigate some of the things behind um, the graffiti blasters um, that started with the a while back um, in the 90s um, but also even how it continues now yeah I think it's so awesome how like you started off with graffiti and like as you got older you started thinking about it differently and because of that you came to the realizations of some of the things that are happening in the city um, I think that's awesome like wow and you get to spread your knowledge with like the youth you know so we don't forget that stuff like that's actually happening you know whether we want to acknowledge it whether you know we ourselves want to discover it like it's there and I think it's important for people to know that and then also like along with what you were talking about like how graffiti is like usually male dominated like I'm happy like you and other artists like the one before us like uh groovy um how like you know they're female and like they're like girls like you know doing art and stuff like that that way it's not just a male dominated place because like everything like not usually anything else is but like 
just saying like isn't like happy that you're like putting females into that like i'm happy for that thank you yeah i can totally agree with um mary um from my experience when i started doing graffiti as well um the crew that had took me in um i was the first girl in the crew so i felt sort of uncomfortable to paint with them because i was the only girl and like i felt like they felt superior over me and also i guess because i'm short um i was afraid to go paint with like some of the guys but i was lucky enough that i had my best friend at that time shout out to o'neill 3am my crew um we painted together and um he taught me a lot about painting and um he did agree a little bit um that um i was afraid you know but i feel like i had a a justification you know how you mentioned it was it's like a male dominated environment yeah definitely and i think um looking back uh you know they say hindsight is 2020 um i definitely understand myself a lot more uh through the graffiti lens because i i realized that a lot of the competitive nature that was in me was due to sports i was playing a lot of sports when i was uh, a young younger person like started playing sports in fourth grade so um as i got older i realized that what i was more indirectly well uh i guess subconsciously i i wasn't i wasn't aware why i was so competitive in that in the realm of the the graffiti uh portion of it but um i realized later that it was due to that to the adrenaline rush that that i would get you know when i was playing sports um, so there was a lot of things that I wasn't understanding while I was doing the graffiti, um, but um, it did teach me a lot about myself, and, and it also taught me a lot about uh, the importance of, of keeping things matrilineal um, and keeping things feminine. Um, I think a lot of times everything from from people's egos to to just anything in general, like um, a lot of it is masculine. and. Um, I realized uh, for a little while, like my ego was definitely masculine because I was trying to survive. Right. Mm -hmm. And not having that type of support or that community where there was a lot of women painting was really hard. So um, I'm I'm actually really I, I was blessed. Like after a few years of painting, I, I met a graffiti an all women graffiti crew called Synergy. And um uh, they had, uh, they were working out of the Southwest Youth Collaborative, um, uh, the University of Hip Hop back in the day, and you know they were really, they were really empowering younger women and really teaching them their skills and and not just in graffiti, um, but in break dancing, in uh, emceeing, in all things, all elements hip hop. Um, so. I think, I think for me that became a gateway to to kind of realize all these things later on, right? Um, but yeah, definitely, I think it's important. Yeah, and also I, I've noticed too um, that there's a lot more um, female graffiti artists now um, than back then, and I think that's really empowering as well. Um, but yeah, so you. Um, talking about the Brownwall project, um, you cover, I guess, uh, unsanctioned work. I kind of want to go into that topic. I don't want to call it vandalism because that's destroying property and you're beautifying property. Yeah. So I wanted to bring up this like interesting realization that Mary Knight came across that um, 
does the medium create a stigma for the work itself because we were talking about how like there's a stigma for like aerosol cans like spray paint and then brush work and because like usually like you associate like a spray can with like van like not vandalism right like what was it like you were talking about something earlier like you like it was the beginning of a video like you heard the shaking of a can then you heard police and then you hear running and stuff like that like like does like like what she was like what nine was saying does that you know define the work as yeah, i would like and, say it and or? mary also mentioned that like it's weird like if you if you're walking at night and you hear like someone spray painting you know like oh they're not supposed to do that but like if it's night and you see someone like working on a wall with a brush like even though you you're gonna question more like oh maybe they're supposed to be doing that yeah. like so do you think the medium creates a stigma for the work itself I think it definitely does, especially here in Chicago, because we have, you know, we have a ban on on sales for spray paint. Um, And that's still not a lifted ban yet. Hopefully, well, I really don't even know how I feel about that yet. But um, anyway, yeah. Um, (laughs) So I think definitely the tools definitely, yeah, they they have a stigma for sure. Um, But I also think and i think i think it's really really cool that you all made those connections because you know when i when the first time i i went overseas uh to paint i i was following a lot of fafi's work and miss van's work and they did a lot of um unsanctioned work um with with paintbrushes um so i definitely thought about that and i didn't really go into deep to to really investigate it more so i'm really glad that those connections are being made now um but yeah there's definitely a stigma behind the spray can um you know and i don't i think i think for the most part though now it's it's a more accepting it's a more accepting tool right especially when you know, you have different institutions who are wanting that that uh, graffiti element in in their organizations or in their uh, institutions. Um, now it's become more accepting in a sense, but there's still a ban here in Chicago for spray paint. Yeah, that's that is true because that's true. I, yeah, totally. I recall that like um, I went to I wanted to spray paint some of my furniture and decorate it, so I went to my local um, Menards. And they were like, oh, yeah, we don't have any in Chicago. You're going to have to go, like... Out of state. Oh, uh, well, like in Cicero oh. or, like, Bedford. Like, this, just the city of Chicago, they That's don't allow what? them. So that really sucks. So then I, I started having to um, commute far, you know, maybe, like, to Forest Park. I would visit Forest Park a lot to get a whole of spray paint. Um, well, I didn't want to ask, like, this one kind of a little bit off topic. Like, is it still graffiti, like, in your opinion, is it still graffiti even if it's not aerosol paint? Uh, yeah, definitely. Because we, you know, we've, we use anything, anything really you can, you can put your imprint with. It's, it's still, you know, it's still graffiti. The, the act that you're doing is graffiti. Um, we use anything from, you know, inks to, to um, any really anything. Even our fingers on dust windows, you know, like that's graffiti. It's it's still graffiti, right? And uh, also like, 
um with other tools that are used as like unsanctioned work are like we pasting and stickers also something similar that um we did here with our street art class um i believe in march um of last year uh the we did some ad takeovers with left-handed wave shout out to him um we did we got to put some of our artwork on the bus stop ads and that was another form of like you know unsanctioned work but it was really cool because you know the people we did it during the day and people looked at it as like oh it's just normal they're just switching the ad and um i thought that was really interesting and compared to us actually like um going to a place and just deciding we're gonna paint this wall even if we don't have permission like we took a different route and like it was sort of accepting in the community yeah (laughs) i think that's so funny (laughs) i mean i love it um people were probably like look at these young c dot (laughs) workers putting up their beautiful art that's so awesome um yeah i definitely i it's i think yeah i think these these uh unsanctioned uh projects are definitely interesting and i i try to stick to them but you know there are things that that i'm that i'm not able to do now as a parent uh than i than i did before you know so i definitely have to sometimes stop myself from wanting to do so many things so many different projects but um it doesn't stop me from passing on some of that information and some of that um some of the different skills that you need to to be able to do things like that unsanctioned work um to younger people because I feel like younger people are so powerful and they're smart and they're so, it's just, they're amazing. Like you all are amazing. Um, And I think I really, I really commend you all for for doing everything you do. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I think it's definitely an interesting an interesting topic to to cover and to explore more as you all grow with your art yeah most definitely and like this sort of brings me back to what we covered with the villa palooza team um earlier um of who gets to decide what gets created or displayed in our community and i feel like this unsanctioned work kind of give, gives us that liberty of like well you know we're gonna decide for you because we're not getting any support like i guess like legal support like you know in our community with like people with higher power so it's like we're gonna take things into our own hands in a in a healthy way you know um we're not like harming anyone which is awesome um because yeah. we're just painting I don't, I don't i don't think hurting anyone would be in our attention if we're just gonna paint yeah so like that i can relate like the i take overs to that because you know, some of these kids, um, they, um, they got to, some of them promoted their favorite, like, local places. Well, why? Well, because these bus stop ads have, um, like, they promote higher corporations, like, yeah. you know, like, um, phone services or, like, fast food restaurants, and it's like, well, why don't we promote the local? That um, are, like, actually in, like, the area. That right. makes sense. And we frequent a lot of it um, as people from the community. You know, we go there a lot, and it's like, well, you know, the business provides for us. Um, we provide for the business. Well, why don't we just, like, you know, help it grow? And it's all about unity at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. 
also like on some of your ad takeovers like there was this one that i really liked it like it's like a purple a purple octopus i think or i'm not very sure it says like smell sewage and i'm like and the first thing that comes into my head when i saw that ad was like oh no like you know landfills and like we're not taking care of our planet and like it's sad that we have to have this purple octopus whatever say like smell sewage so i really liked that one yeah i i if i don't if i'm not mistaken the artist was kind of aiming for something like that to like spread um awareness or like to spark up the idea of like hey you do like smell that you're not paying attention like the city's not doing anything you know and it was like a funny creative way to like put it out there like other than that like i know there's like this other one thing that i did want to ask like how other than you know having you know graffiti you know be like a big part of your life and stuff like that like would you like mind if you're like your you know kid well your kids you know the people you mentor you know your youth you know get into art you know like i don't know i'm sorry if i didn't make any sense um like do i do you mean do i um condone it or well not condone it but just like do you like you're for it if like they do say like hey i kind of want to like you know be like you i want to be an artist oh um yeah no yeah i i definitely if if they're if that's the route they want to go yeah we we should all i mean not just myself i think we should all be supportive of young people uh especially as 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 first generation uh people here i think i think it's more important than ever right um there was no paving of the way for a lot of us um on different on different uh routes so I think it's definitely important and to do that, um, and I I'm all for it when they do want to follow that route, um, and I'm always I I try to at least I'm not sure if I, if I do a very good job at it, but I try to keep them close um, and make sure that they feel comfortable uh, reaching out to me, whether it's a text or an email or or just you know a message on on social media, whatever it is like. I try to make sure that I'm a, they're able to to access me right away, more so than adults actually. So for me, it's important to keep that and and to continue doing that, um, and and really you know be supportive of of whatever routes they want to take. Obviously, if you know if they're positive routes uh, for them. Yeah, I I feel really grateful that um I actually can relate to this really personal because i've came to you for um a couple of things you know when i have ideas where i'm like hey glow i have this idea but i don't know how to go about it or like there's cases where you've actually like um helped me with the supplies and i think like you're doing a good job like you really are someone that comes to my mind when i'm like oh man i have this idea but it's like i, I need guidance and it's like oh glow i'm gonna i'm gonna text glow real quick or you know meet up with her and i think you do take us serious and that's what like keeps me around you because like you know i've been around other adults that are like they're up there with their field and the art field and they're kind of like too I, I don't know the right word for it but they they make me feel like okay maybe you're not the right person to ask because i'm just a little kid to you but like with you it's so different it's like so comfortable and i really do appreciate that because i know some of my peers we've actually um talked about you before and we can agree on that so That's i just wanted you to know that was that why my ears were ringing <laughs> oh you guys are so sweet. you're plucking at my heartstrings right now oh jeez i'm glad we are <laughs> thank you also like the reason why i did ask like you know if you do like fully support like you know the youth and like kids like going into art is because like like as like uh nine was saying like not like a lot of adults like take 
art artist kids seriously they're like oh it's just like you know a pastime you know like they think it's just a hobby like they're not really gonna go for it in the field and stuff like that like but i kind of feel like that kids like who do want to do art for a living should because you know if that's what you're passionate about you go for it and i'm happy like adults like you like like you know like go for it like that if that's your passion go for it because a lot a lot of like adults are like like no like you're not gonna make money off it like how are you gonna have a roof over your head or how are you gonna have like put clothes on your back like and i'm happy that you like support those kids like 100 percent. i think it's really important for me i i because of of my situation of how i i grew up and and to get well when it came to doing art you know all i had was uh paper regular paper a pencil and a pen a ballpoint pen and that was it that's how i started and you know i for for a long time i would always like you know you you see the bob ross on channel 11 and and then you're like (laughs) you know i wish i had those tools and i i wish i i knew how to use them and you're like mesmerized by all this stuff that you see as a as a kid right and i never had that i I, my first camp i got my first canvas when i was like i think i was a sophomore a junior in high school and obviously like now there's so many programs that youth can get into which is amazing and and um i think that's it's it's important so for me like growing up in that growing 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 up like that and not having the supplies and and or the the different outlets to teach me different things and different skills within the art realm um i i knew automatically like i i have to i have to change that for you know the youth in my community um or just any any community i work in um that has to change that has to change because i've i i don't want that to happen to to anyone who's wanting to express themselves um and not you know not have the support or the means or anything like that should not be that should never be uh an obstacle for young people um and it's important to to really you know tackle those little things that may seem small for a lot of people right but it they're they make a big deal i think it's a big deal yeah, and tackling the the subject of mentorship, um, you know, there's a um, a handful of local artists here in um, Chicago that are involved with youth. Um, so I wanted to go into this question um, regarding that. Uh, how do you feel about how artists in our communities are utilizing public spaces in term of in terms of communicating something to the public? In general, like I think. Um as long as uh, they're working with the community and really know who the community is and have the relationships with the community, um, I think I think um, it's great. Um, I think sometimes um, because we're so Chicago and we we have like this uh, we we come from a background of like so much trauma and. You know, a lot of people come here for for a lot of artistic opportunities and things like that, um, or they they come for art school and they stand, you know, they end up staying the long haul um, and make their careers out of that. I think, um, you know, I think it's important to also um, 
be aware of what really has happened throughout the decades um, and also like inform yourself, especially for older, older people who have um, the resources and the means um, to to research and to really study like how how the the art community has changed throughout the years and you know um on a more hyper local level i think it's important to definitely like consider the 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 people in the community and maybe even you know i i i can't i don't i don't like saying what other artists should do because i think every artist has a different goal but for myself i try to be uh, respectful of of the people who are around me the the people who live around me um and those who are you know are the ones who who need it the most who need the art the most right um i'm not really i'm not really looking to impress like you know, people who can go and access a museum every single day. I'm more looking to impress the young um, kids from the neighborhood and like the mom and pop shops, you know, people who are really, you know, who I can connect with on a very uh, grounded level. I think um, so for as far as like, um, how I feel about the messages I think as long as the messages resonate with what what we need at the time as far as like um, the things that we're going through uh, and just the the living conditions and things like that I think it's definitely important to have those messages out there especially if they're being positive and they're really changing um, for the people who are in that community, not 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 for you know for attracting other people to come and displace or take over communities. Yeah, most definitely that was because deep. it's a community. Like no one should like you know be trying to change what that is. It's community. Yeah, and um, talking about like our community and other artists in our community. I have um, an input on that, and Mary does too. But we're going to take a short break for now. And don't forget that you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. So we are back. And you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Cali, and Little Village. Mm-hmm. Glow, are you still with us? I am. I'm alive. <laughs> We're glad to hear that story. <laughs> um, so, okay, back to the topic of, like, um, our local artists and their community. Um, I do want to, like, pinpoint that um, I asked you that question because what I had in mind as I wrote it down um, was that I feel like a lot of artists in our community can do a little bit of a better job getting themselves involved with the youth considering that they have the resources so that's why i wanted your input a little bit but um i do believe that um there's a lot of great artists here and they have so many opportunities and they're going to a lot of places because they're growing but it's like hey we want to grow too can you teach us how to do that and i feel like we only get the same artists like helping the youth like it's the same like i mentioned handful and and i feel like 
they can do a better job maybe at that because like hopefully if i make it big in art <laughs> i'm gonna give back to so many people and like especially youth because i know what it feels like you know to be in their position i can i, I honestly i can I, I can agree with you because like you know because like we keep getting the same people saying hey like don't give up like kind of like i want like new people just like coming in like new artists or like you know like famous artists you know just like you can do it, like I, if i did it you can do it too like you're right about that like having the same people like same artists like that's not bad or anything but you know it'd be nice to have new people instead of saying like old faces saying like you can do it because you know, it'd be better to have, like, an outside view, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think, um, I think you're right, you know, and, and, and I have, I, I think, I think I'm very, um, hard on myself sometimes because I, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Um, but I think that it's okay sometimes to kind of, you know, look look within and make sure that you're doing your part as as someone who works with youth right um i think that it's definitely uh time to change that a little more and at a little bit more of a rapid uh pace um i think the most important thing uh to remember too is that you know we're in the middle of a art renaissance right now and a lot of people are just, uh, you know, following, trying to follow these paths that are, um, that have already, you know, it, it's harder to, it's harder to create your own path, right? That's always going to be the case. Like, it's always going to be harder to go, um, go against, you know, the, go against the grain it's always going to be harder so for a lot of artists you know th that's that's what they want to do and and honestly that's that's what i want to do i i don't think that there's any art artists out there who who has um the same experiences that i have had so for me because that that hasn't been created um you know i think definitely it's been harder but without that that doesn't go without saying that there have been artists who have impacted my life as well um throughout you know this this whole time and i i do want to um i want to say too that you know sometimes um what i do see a lot is that you know we forget as artists um who are very public um, we forget that there's youth watching us all the time and you know we just have to make sure that you know that they're they're being that we're aware that you know they're watching us and and that we're sending out the right messages to them and you know we're human too so we're not perfect but at the same time it's definitely our responsibility if we're working with youth especially if we're you know we're doing a lot of things with youth to create that that space for them and and give them that you know give them the space and and the time to to make sure that they're also um coming up yeah i i feel you on that too because um like how you were mentioning that people have to like make their way up i feel like ma like it can be a struggle obviously so you can forget that like 
not your purpose but like what's around your purpose you know how you mentioned that some people can forget that there's a lot of like youth um watching them and you know following what they do and like like you said like you don't have to be perfect but at least like be a good role model for those youth you know yeah and i i also think that it's important to um also um not just with art but also life is experience right like you as an artist um i want to make sure that my students are also checking me you know like it doesn't just because i'm doing something or i'm you know um, working on a specific project or who you know things like that i you know i think it's definitely like you're right as a young person who's being you know mentored or if you're looking up to someone to kind of call it out you know and and just and and maybe if you don't feel comfortable calling it out know know your know your decision behind that right and know why you took you know why you decide to follow that person or why you don't um because at the end of the day you want to make sure that you know you're you're not you don't want to emulate someone you know because that's not that's not being a true visionary if you're emulating someone else um but you do want you know everybody needs a mentor and and i think it's important to definitely have positive uh role models and mentors especially in the arts um because communication is you know it's it's the key to a lot of things and um there's times where youth you know when i was growing up and and i didn't know how to express myself like i did it through art and i think it's the same case now you know we're just different it, it's a different epic um and and now like you know it's it's still the same like it's just different generations you know yeah i think it's awesome that you cover the the beauty of like unity and and the way that you're like you know sometimes my students also need to give me a check and that's like the cool thing about unity like regardless of age or anything like that we all get to learn from each other you know yeah yeah well thank you glow so much for being here with us it was awesome like listening to all you had to say and you're so awesome for being here like the advice you gave was just like so on point and that's what i really needed to hear yeah and i hope some of like the our listeners take some of this stuff into serious consideration (laughs) so like if you like like for those listeners out there like if you want to get into art get into art don't let no one tell you no i agree awesome so thanks again and you guys you guys are listening to wlpn lp chicago 105.5 fm lumpen radio don't forget we're what's up
libertades Escuchen fascistas y morales Somos iguales Porque cuando viene un gringo se le da la mano Pero cuando viene un peruano Que es nuestro hermano Lo rechazamos, lo devolvemos, lo humillamos Recuerda que... Hi again everyone We're on our last line of what's up So We covered so much I hope you listeners were excited to hear what we had to say Because I sure learned a lot too I did too, oh my goodness Yeah, it was it was sort of intense. So many guests today. It was it was awesome. <laughs> But it was a good thing though. Like we learned so much. Yeah. So don't forget, guys, that um, public art is important, and you know, pay attention to it. Make up your own meanings and discuss them with your friends. You know, um, get a group together, create your own murals, even at your own home. Like, just don't forget about public art. It's awesome and it's important, and you know. Also, don't forget to motivate our youth and support us. We we really need that, you know. And also that, like other than other than the youth, like like don't discourage yourself. Like you know, like if you don't, like you don't like feel okay with yourself. Like you just gotta, just, if you can't focus on someone, just focus on yourself. You know, just be cool, just be chill. You know. Yeah, most definitely. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Hello. It's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life so that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, Or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.